Did you guys hear about the giant with diarrhea? It's all over town. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Alright, it's uh, I don't Energy know the date. Bat. I don't know the Come date. Come on, we got this. I didn't check the date. It's, I think it's the 29th. 29th? It's, it's uh, the 30th. It's the 30th. It's March 30th. Happy opening day. Uh, happy opening day, guys. Happy opening day. Happy opening day. Uh, welcome. Anthony Volpe on the roster. Let's go. Yeah, you're excited about that. Maybe. Very excited. Uh, welcome no to uh, another it. episode of A Beerly Standing. Four topics, four beers. There's a four beers, four topics. Whatever Pat usually says. Pat is still in Cuba. Uh, we are still a little bit hungover, but we are powering through. Uh, I feel like our energy level is back up now for the second episode that we're recording tonight. Um, Word on the street, Pat's considering communism. Uh, he's he, been in Cuba long enough yeah. that he has he has pondered it, and he's unsure of his um, that, of his thought process. That on or the he's way back. bringing uh, a Dominican baseball player back. So yes, for for Boston. The other. I don't uh, think Boston goes down to Cuba anymore. They're big it? on Japan. Just real quick, uh, this is barely standing. By the way, I don't know if I said that. I think I did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they just clicked quick, on it. I why did the Cuban? Why does the Cuban team baseball team always go to international tournaments, even though they know somebody's going to defect every time? Well, they stopped for a little bit because of that. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. Because WPC, somebody defected again. Yeah. Wasn't well, it a clout for the country? Like, they could win it. They were close. Yeah, like, Cuba, this is probably the only thing. Oh, wrestling. It's also they're, good the at, they're oddly good at amateur wrestling. Yes, they are. It, it, and it's... It's the Russian. It influence. helps you win favor back home by sending these teams yeah. and, like, athletes to, to compete. Because if you don't, then then you look real sus that, and, and I that think we refuse to let anybody leave and this I think island. Yeah. And I think those players are leaving, leaving. Yeah. Like, then they're like, okay, there's nothing. Like, yeah. there's no reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're uh, going to... Anyways, that's Cuba. That's Cuba. That's talking Cuba. Uh, yeah. Welcome to Beerly Standing, where we cover political relations. <laughs> yeah. Last <laughs> week, we did the four-day work week. This week, we talking are... Cuba. The four-day work week, by the way, we were very tame about that. I thought it was going to become a shouting match, and it didn't. It was a good <laughs> it was. Oh, I was impressed. Well, it was a reasonable discussion. <laughs> it was. It was reasonable. The, even the listen back was We uh, have four Sucrums beers this week that we are trying. Uh, we are starting with uh, the Eternal Sunshine. We'll get to that in a few minutes. But first... Janet right. is bringing us another James's History Corner. Yes, thank, thank you, Janet. Janet. Sponsored yes. by yes, James's History Corner. Sponsored by Janet Schofield for the second week in a row. That's huge. Thank you, Janet, for lending your feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, by which saying, "quote History is boring." Mm-hmm. So, James, up to you to change the hearts and minds of my mother. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Well, I'm going to try this week. Um, still hungover. Yeah. Um, feeling better though feeling a little we're kinda, better we're, we're diving back in more we're, beers we're kind of getting back up here but. more beers so i discovered i discovered today i chose to uh look up ancient hangover <laughs> cures did you try any uh no very hard to find some of these ones uh the first one i've got here tree sap and bird beaks when folks found themselves hung over in ancient Assyria, which is Syria now, um, which included present-day Syria. Are you Assyrius? Yeah. Why was there A's before stuff? Um, as well, yeah, like Arkansas. Yeah, like what are we doing? Um, as well as parts of Iraq. Iraq. A- I- A- Iraq? <laughs> Iraq. Iraq. Iran. So they would eat bird And Turkey. Beaks. Yeah, yeah. they likely grind up the bird beaks and mix them in with myrrh. Jesus. Um, the fragrant resins of a uh, camomorpha tree. And then eat it. Listen, <laughs> listen. today's been real tough. Um, you, was that a word you couldn't pronounce silver, though, like any of us could uh, No, you could. It's, it's camomorpha is what it is. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> Got it. All right. So, yeah, they would grind down the beak and put it in there, and you'd eat that. So that was mm. a good one. The Mongols, this one looked really good. Pickled sheep's eyeballs. Ooh. Fun fact, they still do it. Um, huh. And they actually did it in Poland. You're supposed to drink pickle juice straight up. Um, I've heard that. Yeah, that. and it actually helps. It's, yeah. it's, that's that's a huge. delicious. Um, whenever I put it in a good work of drinking one night, I will throw in a pickle every once in a while. It, yeah. It, cleanse your palate and it kind of refreshes you and it gets you something back that needs there. to be more prevalent in canada pickleback mm-hmm. shots um so yeah the mongols when genghis Khan was around they would prescribe a breakfast of two pickled sheep's eyes um the supposed cure is still in use in the region um although they now chase it with a glass of tomato juice 
It's known as the Mongolian Mary. <laughs> I Not, nothing like a pickled sheep's eye and a tomato yep. chaser. Um, according to indigenous tribes, uh, licking your own sweat was a remedy. So all these people are just trying to restore electrolytes. Yes, yeah, sweat doing. swishing is what it was called. <laughs> just eat salt. Sweat swishing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, what you do is you have yourself a workout in the morning after, lick up your toxins that your body has expelled, and switch them around in your mouth. And you got to spit it out afterwards, though, or it won't work. Uh, or don't spit it out, and then it also won't work. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was that snorting tree ivy juice. What's up? Uh, that was 17th century England. Um, where is the description here? Um. Yeah, literally just that. You, they would stuff the <laughs> they would stuff the nasal passages with yeah. the juice of tree ivy. It is how it sounds. There's no description. Puerto Rico, they like to do lemony armpits. They would rub lemons on the armpits, and apparently that would help. Don't think it would. Um, <laughs> you could have tried that one. Introduced at the 1878 Paris World Exposition, you could eat prairie oysters. Ooh, apparently prairie oysters well, are a good one. Are, right? No, wait, no testicles. Testicles. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so there was that. Uh, not a big fan of that. Fried, the Romans like to fried canaries. If you've ever seen a canary, it's about the size of your hand. So not a very big animal. Uh, let's eat the canaries. Um, what about the coal mine? The American West, back in the day, they loved Ooh. to eat rabbit dung. Apparently rabbit Bullshit. dung. Bullshit. They just like kept pellets? drinking. <laughs> yeah, like rabbit pelts. Apparently the poops contain salts and nutrients such as potassium. So that there you go. You're replenishing electrolytes right What about there. a banana? Uh, <laughs> Irish legend dictates that if you want to cleanse yourself of a hangover, you need to go to the river and bury yourself up to the, your neck in wet river sand. Um, the idea is that, the will, that it will chill you and get your blood pumping in the manner of a cold shower. Uh, no word on why river sand has stronger curative powers than ocean sand. Uh, they probably just couldn't go any further because they were probably still drunk. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like that's one of those ones where the Irish are like, hey, mm -hmm. this is like mm -hmm. a lot of work, but if you're an idiot, go do this, or here's another pint of Guinness. Mm -hmm. This isn't really ancient history. This was in the 30s in the Ritz-Carlton Hotel. Um, they served Coca-Cola and milk together. What the? Yeah, so that was a thing. So a paralyzer without the stuff that so, makes it good? Apparently, yeah. You, you drink it and then take a little nap, and after that, you're good. And after throwing up. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably Throw yeah, up, then you're yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, 17th century England again. A physician named Jonathan Goddard uh, sold a product that he called Goddard's Drops, which were compri comprised of powdered human skull, dried viper, and spirit of hearthstone. Um which we now call ammonia. Ammonia. <laughs> so, so here you go. Here's a little bit of ammonia with skull and dried viper. Uh, not just any skull would do, though. It had to be the skull of a person who recently been hanged. Um, King Charles II swore by them, apparently. Oh, my God. Um, the Scots loved Highland flying, which was mix a bit of cornstarch, known as corn flour in the UK, into some buttermilk, heat it up, season it with salt and pepper, and guzzle it down. That doesn't sound actually half bad. Um, sounds a little dry. But. Until you throw up. Oh, here's a good one. This is probably going to be... Oh, if Pat was here, he would love this one. He, yeah. This would be his favorite. Chicken fingers. Bull penis soup. <laughs> um, it's the national hangover cure of Bolivia. It's pretty flamboyant to behold, considering that the penises are severed whole and that they average about a foot and a half in length. Once the penis has simmered in a rich, concentrated broth for about 10 hours... Pieces of lamb, beef, chicken, and boiled egg are added along with rice and potatoes. So you get a little bit of carb in there, yeah, right? The dish is also considered an aphrodisiac and said to cure back pain. Jesus. So hey. why, why is why is everybody not drinking this? Right? I'm gonna everything. go get I'm gonna go get some caldo de cadran is what it's called. Uh, I'm I'm going to Bolivia right now. Holy shit! So you so you're not hungover, you're horny, and you have no back pain. Yeah, you're good to go. You're you're, you're ready to. Go. You're Herculean, as they would say, probably. <laughs> um, vinegar on the temples. That's an old. That's actually just an old one. I've heard that. Um, you could also just drink a lot of vinegar. Um, and that'll do it. You're just getting throw up. an insert shot of salt <laughs> too, though. Um, and then another one in medieval Europe, 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 <laughs> having a tough go here, was raw eels for breakfast. In Portugal specifically, the standard hangover cure was was to eat a lamprey boiled in wine and its own blood. Um, no, a lamprey is technically not an eel, but folks may or may not have known this in the 1200s. So, <laughs> yeah. 
So there you go. There's your 15 ancient hangover cures. Let me know if any of them work. I won't be trying any of them. So basically what you've told me is that all through history, people have been getting drunk and trying to not be hungover and they'll do anything. But they would do worse things. Yeah. Like Why? why? I don't see how any of these would happen. There are times where I'm like, why do why is alcohol a thing if it just does this to you? Because people love that when it the night before. I mean, it is pretty good, right? <laughs> I love that night before. The day after sucks, but hey, you know that's what we do. I don't know. My 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 favorite cure was in my younger days was always two double cheeseburgers and a mm-hmm. big old thing of fountain pop, and mm-hmm. then go to bed, and then throw up, and then go to bed. Yeah, I couldn't imagine myself having bowl penis soup today. There was definitely a time in my life where I could put away like a two six or rum and get up fine the next morning. Yeah, oh yeah. And mm-hmm. that those days are dead and buried. Yeah, your thirties hit gone. you hard. I decided that I was going to butcher a uh, whole beef tenderloin today. Mm. Yeah. Wee. That was a uh, not a great idea. Head pounding. No, the the, yeah. head, the headache could kind of dissipated at that point, but the the, the, the smell of the smell of blood meat, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it was more the blood. Yeah, yeah, blood. But, I mean, I got like 15 fillets out of it. So. That's, That's pretty good. That's pretty, yeah. a big tenderloin. Yeah, it was pretty big. Hmm. It's a good deal, too. Right now. Nice. Yeah. Uh, thank you, James. Mm-hmm. I'm um, not going to try any of those, but... No. No. no Lemon no. in the armpits, man. Give it a run. I mean, even that, that just sounds... No. Try it out at home. Let us know. What do you have, if, what if you have cut there? It'll burn. I got uh, so much rabbit dung in my yard, I might try that one at home. <laughs> <laughs> James is out there picking up rabbit mm. and me and the dog mm. it's Maverick's favorite snack right now so. <laughs> yeah it's gross uh, alright so um, going get into the beer Eternal Sunshine it's a pale ale um, bright citrus and hoppy I've had this before we may have reviewed it I couldn't remember I knew we hadn't done the other three this was kind of an add in I like this one this is one that I grab often to mm. fill up uh, the carrier case um, I'm actually going to check what I gave it on untapped um, right now, but it's it's good. It's more, it's a pale ale, but I feel like it's more IPA centric than mm. pale ale because pale ales can be very like a little more tame and subdued. This one, like this one, punches you in the face with some hops. Yep. But I, I do get, um, I get like Stella, like that citrus. It's very, it's very like Stella, like very. Um, uh, OG farmery, um, just like that. That orange is very, it's very prevalent. It's just a really light, refreshing drink. Yeah, like at four good. and a half, it's right. a little under my usual amount. But like again, if someone handed me this on a summer day, like I'd be really happy to yeah. put this thing away. So, so. myself on untapped, I give this three point seven five. Yeah, I, that's a that's a great score. Um, um Jordan, yeah. give her. Sure. I mean, no, I I said everything I said. Like again, I mm. wish. Uh, not. I guess I, I'm starting to think like you know, not everything needs to be a. A bomb, yeah, but like this is this is really good. I've always really liked Eternal Sunshine just for it's like, it's it's maybe one of the more sessionable be- sessionable beers I've ever had. Like I could I could easily do, like a keg of this would be delightful yeah. on a summer day. I could see this being a keg. Yeah. It would be amazing. Um, so I'm gonna give this, um, one out of two Eternal Sunshines to the armpit. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a little citrus to the little armpit. Citrus to the armpit. Yeah, I like it. I like it. James, it's good. I, I don't know. I'm still, I'm gonna struggle through these. I think today, but this is a pale ale, so this is all right. This is off to a good start. Um, yeah, it's good. I like I said, like Jordan said, I can see this in a keg. I can see this just being a good standard beer at the Gold Eyes. Let's say, yeah, in, in the beer corner. You know, throw that one up there. Um, maybe uh, they might not want to compete with their Pilsner, but because I could see that happening. But anyways, it's it's a good solid beer. I think it's. Uh, yeah, it's good. I'm going to give it four out of seven um, uh, bowl penis soups. Oh, bowl penis soups. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. That's a good score then. Yeah. Um, that'd be seven feet of bowl penis. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of That's a lot penis. of bowl penis. Uh, yes. Uh, Jordan should have been pouring the next beer, I guess, but I oh, guess I'll okay. do it. I'm up. Uh, I got it. It's all good. I don't, don't, don't. Oh, excuse up. me. Sorry. Ooh. It's all good. Ooh. Wow. Um, it's so, not like they're your beers or anything. You've been pouring for like the last. You know what? I'm not even gonna do this Jesus right now. Christ. I, I can't handle it right now. Uh, now we're gonna do the Aria, Italian Pilsner. I uh, had this on Friday night. It's uh, delightful. Uh, but our next topic. So the reason for our uh, states currently is Jordan 
his rugby club, the Assassin's Rugby. Shout out, shout out Assassin's Rugby. Um, they had a trivia night fundraiser last night. Uh, and it got me thinking today. Um, we didn't, we did okay. Didn't do great. Do we know where we finished we in the end? Seven. We were third after the first three rounds, and then the last three rounds were fucked up. It was like pictures was and, hard. and and all types of shit. I so don't we, really. I, th- yeah. I believe Johnny said we finished. Shout out Johnny. Johnny, Johnny. is actually very good at name that tune. Mm-hmm. He's just he, very good at music. A, he impressed me with his uh, general knowledge of everything. Um, but I th- think Johnny said we mm. finished seventh, ninth. But there's 24 teams, so we did. We were good. You know, not bad. Yeah, not bad. Um, upper, t- upper, upper third. We got hammered on the music and the houses. And the, the music house- we did all right. Houses we got murdered. Yeah, but TV and movie it houses got me thinking. Is there any, any game or any like competition where it seems so utterly simple, but yet it's so humbling? Trivia. Trivia is. Like just the ultimate equalizer because it just like it depends on what they ask. Yes, completely. You could you could be a very well-rounded person with a lot of really really good knowledge about a lot of different stuff, and you could get absolutely bitch slapped by fucking trivia. Yep, one hundred percent. I don't know. Is I'm there trying anything to else in the world that does that to you? That you would think is inherently simple, but it's like Excel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Excel. yeah. You're not wrong. Excel. It always goes back to Excel. Like I've, I've been living in Excel the last couple of weeks, and it just drives me nuts. I've always thought that it's weird how much we all like just the general population struggles with basic math. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, like that's always perplexed that's me. Where it's like we, we start that in like grade two, grade it, one, and we still like sometimes someone will be like, "What's well, forty-seven plus thirty-five? And someone will like have to really like hammer it out until they maybe get yeah. to eighty-two. Because a lot of well, we were all taught to write it out. We weren't taught to do it mentally. Ah, that's right. And they've gotten rid of a lot of the mental math in schools. Like, you still have to do it, but it's not really driven home as much mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, because there's calculators fucking everywhere. Yeah, there's calculators everywhere. And, like, you still, you should still know, you know, basic addition and subtraction and your your multiplication facts and all that. What's well, for problem solving skills, right? Like, problem that's, solving that's skills, what it's yeah. teaching you. But Like, what they should be teaching yeah, you that is, like, actually, tax. That's a, that's a good call, Jordan. I think... I think actually both of you bring up a point. Like, yeah, trivial is humbling. Math, just basic math mm-hmm. is very humbling. And also, like, something that we work with all the time, technology. Technology can fucking cripple people. Oh, technology. Like you said, Microsoft yeah. Excel. Like, some people, like, they still teach Word in high school. Mm-hmm. How the fuck don't you know how to use it's Word? It's crazy. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. It's like fucking insane to me. But it's like even PowerPoint. Like if someone were to say put a PowerPoint oh. presentation together right now, I'd be like, fuck. Like I can hash my way through yeah. it. But like I think the bane of my existence is Zoom. Like just trying to help people. Like I think once a week I get like, how do you share the and I'm like, oh fine. God bless you. But <laughs> yeah. It's no, like it's, man, it's tough. It's, it's really real hard. Tough. It's real tough. It's tough. because uh, I consider myself like I do a lot of trivia. Mm-hmm. I I enjoy trivia. Me and too. yet last night I was like, fuck off. We did re- the first three rounds first three that three was rounds more our well. speed of trivia, which is like sports. Like there were categories. It was like sports. But the house one the house one the was house tough. one was hard. That was it an was equalizer. Tough, but it, it bothered me that I, I didn't do better at it. I'm yeah. Not lie. Um it's just it's just, it's weird because like everybody's got their thing that they're that bothers them. Like, some people would come home from work and be like, I had to work with Excel today. Fucking blew my mind. You know, they'd be pissed off about it. I was genuinely a little bit pissed off last night leaving. I was like, fuck, I should have done better. I yeah. was I was upset with myself. Excel might be the ultimate, like, easy to learn, hard to master thing in the world. Yes. Like, you could yeah. go into Excel and, like, take some time, but, like, press some buttons and, and figure it out and make, like, a, a bracket or a spreadsheet. But, like... Then you see the people who are like really good at Excel, and they're like gods. It's like what you can do with Excel I is also crazy. Don't understand why people. There's certain things people do, and they insist on using. Any there's certain they insist like I, I don't know making a spreadsheet mm-hmm. okay or a bracket yeah. You can yeah Excel's good to do that on, but if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, don't use Excel. Yep. Like you can draw yeah. that shit on anything. 
Don't use Excel. Matt, a flight and a pint of formats. <laughs> Where we, like, like, why do we have PDFs? Like, what do those do that's so special? Aside from being impossible to edit on any normal computer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's... Bless oh, you. Bless you. Sorry. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I PDFs, I don't understand why. Like, they're just Word documents that are more professional, I think. I don't really know what they do. I have no idea. No clue. But I blew people's mind when I showed them how to convert a, like a, a word, word to PDF. Yeah. I'm like, it's literally just a button in the, in the and, and how do zip zip files work? Like, why does a zipper compress what, them? Right? How does it compress it? And then how does it expand it? What, it how, what is the science behind that? I don't that? understand but why, it. Why do I have to do that? Can it just send? It's, it's easier to send it that way. Yeah, but why? Yeah, like, why does Matt have to do this? Why can't I just send the fucking file? Because it might be too large to send over email or whatever. We send fucking videos. We I know. send full-on movies. Know. Well, you don't see zip files very often anymore. And if they are, it's a huge file coming yeah. your way. It's not see it my line of work quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. You, and you're, yeah, but like, I got a zip file the other day. I'm like, this person yeah. fucked up. They don't know this is a zip yeah. file. And sure like, enough, they're like, oh, I don't know what happened there. I'm like, yeah. yeah. It's like, here's, <laughs> here's every part. image in our 700-page biochemistry <laughs> textbook. It's like, you better fucking believe it's a zip file. It is a fucking mountain, that thing. Uh, speaking of hubbling, uh, <laughs> Aria. Uh, which is a opera term because this is a oh. beer for the Manitoba Opera 50th cool. anniversary. Um, and Aria is the solo performance of the female lead, I believe. Oh, cool. Um, and I know that because I'm good at trivia. Uh, <laughs> and I do a lot of crosswords and it's a common answer on crosswords. Fair enough. I could um, see A-R-I-A being a very useful, very bri- useful. Uh, bridge word. Yes, it is. Uh, the Italian Pilsner uh, drum. What do you think? Yeah, I really like this. This is one of the few Matt showed up with something that I hadn't had, which is rare. These are all available at the LC, by the way. Yeah, which is great. I was like, cool. Um, I gotta say, Matt, please talk through this sip. Um, Aria, also a very common name now mm. for kids in elementary school. Yeah. yeah. So this is one of those beers. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna give this a pretty high praise. I don't like if I'm having a beer, I don't really lean towards the like the Pilsner or like like I'll you know what I mean? Like I just like like I don't I'm trying to word this in a way. I don't like to have a beer, if that makes sense. Like if I'm gonna have a beer, I'm gonna have an IPA. Like I kinda like stuff that's like fruity and a little different. This is maybe like one of the best tasting just like it's a it is a beer. It's a beer's beer. Mm-hmm. I would say like you could have this against a Coors original and it's and it's a similar in terms of like the flavors. And I thought it was great. Like, the finish on it is super, delightful. Super drinkable. It's, again, like, if you... This is the eternal sunshine of Pilsners. It's just yeah. so You're fucking right. easy. But it's very good. Yeah. And I know I used to have this, like, way back. I used to joke about, like, sucrums and stuff. But so far, like, I don't know. They've really come, like, a long way in my brain for what they can do. And it's, it's delightful. So I'm going to give this um, um, five out of six Pavarotti's. Ooh. Five out of six Pavarotti. Could you name another opera singer? The the Phantom. <laughs> of the opera. Yeah, because he's in it. So, yeah, Pavarotti's the only one I know. <laughs> James. It's good. Another good beer. Full of energy here today. I'm trying to pick it up. Trying to... Here we go. All right. Uh, Aria, good beer. Good strong beer. Italian Pilsner. Uh, I'm a sucker for anything Italian. Um, have I been to Italy? Yeah, I've been to Italy. Yeah. One time. One time only. One time only. One time only. Hoping to go again soon, but we'll see. Um, Not in this economy. Yeah, stuff in this economy. Bobbity boobity. Um, no, it's good. It, it, I like the can art on it, actually. Yeah. I think what they were going for were almost like the decks on the side. Yes. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of an opera house, right? And then, uh, so... So that's what I think they were going for there. I think they nailed it. Um, shout out Manitoba Opera. Um, it's actually, I think it's one of, or no, I'm thinking of the symphony. The symphony is actually very highly regarded here. Yeah. In the, yeah. And the ballet. Ballet Yeah, also. the ballet also. Um, but yeah, no, good solid beer. Um, let's see. I'm not a huge Pilsner guy, but I do think this was a good steady beer. I'm going to give it 3.8. Eight nine. Um, was Pavarotti an opera singer? I thought he was just a tenor. But anyways, what's the difference? Yeah, wasn't the same shit. Opera is singing a story, whereas 
He's just a singer. He's just singing. Look at James. But, the big brain. But anyways. <laughs> All right. Um, out, out of how many? Seven. Ah, oh, yeah, that's right. Seven. Seven. I did say seven. No, you didn't. I swear to God, I did. Yeah, maybe you did. Oh, maybe I, um, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, you know what? I find Pilsners can be overly bitter for nothing and also overly floral for nothing. This hits it perfect. It's not too floral, but it's still there. It's not too bitter, but it's still there. It's drinkable. It's actually not as dry as a lot of Pilsners also. This yeah, has, that's a good point. This mm. has a little bit more drinkability in terms of uh, being a little... I don't know if wetter is the right word, but it's a little wetter. <laughs> a little uh, moist. A little more moist. A little juicier, maybe, mm. uh, is the word I'm looking for. But, yeah, this is probably probably one of the better Pilsners I've had in a long time. Like, I drank it Friday night, uh, and I was like, yeah, this is a really good beer. So, uh, follow me on Tapped. I got your mat once again. 3.75 out of 5. Um, which is very, probably one of the highest Pilsner scores I'm ever going to give. So, yeah. Um, now, James, drink beer. your beers. Trying. Our next beer, uh, the Mango Tango <laughs> Cosmos. So, another iteration of Cosmos from Sucrums. Oh, wow. On yeah, that nose. I Holy smokes. Oh, yeah. That's Hello. Uh, that's a punch. It's like smelling salts. Um, and then I, so this brings Come on, James, me to you got this. our next. Smell this one. This will let you know you're alive. Oh, God. Right in the face. <laughs> Hello. Uh, <laughs> Our next topic. So it is spring break for anyone involved in the school Woo! system. Congrats, man. Um, it's, it must it, be nice. You guys have gone so long without a break. <laughs> this is the longest stretch, actually, but I'm just saying. Uh, you're a dick. Uh, well, it's, you know, it's but we disgusting. all had spring breaks as kids. I live a spring break every year as a teacher. Is spring break the biggest tease? Because it's only a week. Sometimes the weather's good. Sometimes it's bad. Mm. You don't really know what you're going to get. You get this week off where it's like not really like what can you do in a week? Like if you don't go away, you're just fucking hanging out for a week. Like I don't know. Like is it is it the ultimate tease as a kid? I, I used to do so much during spring break as a kid. It would be a like a power week of oh, video yeah. games for me back yep, in the yep, day. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but I think Canadian kids get gypped with spring break because it's too soon that the weather isn't good enough yeah. right so it's like what are you going to do it's right me. right it's too sloppy for you to play outside right your, your slush plants are going to be super fucking slushy right you slush can't pants, you, fucking love slush <laughs> you can't do anything outside um it's not at the now let's go to the university students it's not at the same time as american spring break which fucking sucks because uh, spring break is actually in february for for them yeah well so. then so in, for university students it is is the same time so reading weeks in February. Is it? Yeah, sorry, man. I thought they didn't line up. No, they do. Oh, they well. changed it recently. Also, did you know, just so you guys might not know they this, the there's one in the fall now. Yeah, I heard about that And one. it is bullshit. Yeah. No because shit. now hey. I have to account for both of those. Kids are too stressed, Oh, my Jordan. God. I don't want to fucking hear it. They're too stressed. I don't want to hear it. Think about the kids. But it's I agree, disgusting. I agree with you. The weather is probably the worst part of spring break. You can't do anything. No. And your parents aren't going to shell out the money to go on a trip over spring break. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because the fuckers jack up all the prices. And most of your parents aren't going to waste a fucking week off in the middle of fucking March. (laughs) (laughs) Then we just went from like two very smooth drinking beers to a absolute like tartness citrus punched in the noggin. Yeah. Yeah, March. I don't know. March breaks. I always really enjoy. I think March break played more for me. As I do, high schools have March break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they always played more for me as I was younger. As I got older, March break was just like, like I would just play a ton of video games and genuinely do nothing all day. Like I would sit around and maybe I would go hang out with like some buddies and stuff. But like March break was usually just like, hey, like instead of going to a sport practice after school, you're just going to sit around and go to practice. You know like what? there was no difference. You know what? The, the shitty thing for high school. Not so much students, I guess, because they go on these trips, but a lot of times these big like trips, maybe to Europe or like, yes, the kids are going to Europe or the kids are going to like, you know, there's a lot of Central American trips now that come through Mm -hmm. and yeah, the kids get to go away, but you like, as a teacher, you go on this fucking trip. It's during your spring break. You're with students. So you're technically still working. So you didn't get a fucking break. Oh, you're in. 
Europe. Yeah, cool. You don't fucking stressful just to be in Europe with 30 fucking teenagers? Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I'm sure. So, I mean, I get it. And kids, I think there's a lot. I think if you pulled a lot of high school kids and you're like, you can be done yeah. a week earlier yeah. in June and not get spring break or you can have spring break and be done. At is the spring break for the teachers as much as it is for the kids? I guess. I hope not. I'd, I don't know. I've if, long, you, if you offered me a week to be done a week earlier, yeah. I would power through. Because I would, I would say in the university space, reading week is just as much for the professors yeah. as it is for the kids, as it is for the yeah. students. But, yeah, because reading like, 12 weeks is crazy. When you think about in university, it's kind of funny. When you think about like how much, like some of the things they ask students to learn in 12, in like, 12 physical weeks of class in university yeah it's like here's here's intermediate macroeconomics you have 12 weeks to figure out like it's it's nuts it is like hey hey, here's the islm model like knock yourself out like it's no but it's just nuts like here's 12 weeks of introductory biochemistry and by the way if you suck at this you're not going to be a doctor like it's pretty it's pretty nuts reading week in university i mean like i mean straight oh pure debauchery i was probably hammered yes four out of the seven we every like god forbid god forbid i had or when i was in school we had a fall reading week because it was like the spring one was bananas and it always happened to like we would just it was it was it was it was was psychotic i don't know i never understood uh, i don't know if it still does but when i was in university always lined up with fest fest voyage and the bars are open an extra hour that's cool yeah cool not on my wallet and also not on my liver yeah because you think matt was gonna leave early hell no by the way the number of professors who like for saint patty's day in university like really tried to be like you guys are gonna be in this class and we all were like no <laughs> no we're not i'm gonna miss this one i remember them doing that at red river all the time yeah. too and, I, and that was when i was taking like night school and it's just like we still we still expect I'm like fuck off yeah because there'd be like a certain number of your salary yeah there'd be a certain number of absences I, I wasn't a guy to just miss class like i just kind of went so i was like okay i'm here like whatever but that was one where i'm like hey like all those goodwill days where i'm showing up on fridays like this is i'm cashing yeah, in now exactly. mm-hmm. i'm cashing in 100 yeah but yeah so spring break to cockies I'm just, I'm, that's that's the conclusion I came to. I would, you know, and it's funny because I look back now, like I kind of have a, a a reading week because of my job, like, and it's it's kind of funny too because it's like you're expected to work, but you're also like you're just kind of like it's a week where no one's on campus, so you can meet up with some people, but some like I don't know, I go to the U of M for like specific meetings, but it's not like everyone's there, so it's very much like I get up and it's like I have a meeting at ten and one. But no one else is there. So I just yeah. like work at, I, I, I do a sales call at 10 and then I just sit around for like an hour and a half and then I'll, I'll, <laughs> I do it again. I'll tell you right now, my my son, he's living his best fucking life this week. Oh, I'm sure he's, he's got, so happy. He's loaded with play dates and stuff and he's like, this is the best week I ever. I bet you your first one, like when you're in grade one or whatever, your oh. first one's probably like, are you kidding me? Yeah, we get a week off? Like I told him, I was like, you get a week off. And he's like, well, what am I going to do? I'm like, well, we got this and this and this plan. And he's like, this is the best day. Okay, this I have, is a, the best I have a question. Okay, so here's the thing. If you weren't, when you're, since you're a teacher, it does kind of line up nice where like your kids are off and so are you. So yeah. I can see how that'd be awesome for him because he likes to play like sports with you and all that. But I would, I do remember like when my parents were working, it was a night, like I oh. specifically remember my dad would go to work I and I, over, over that week, March break, I would go with my mom to the beauty, like her beauty salon and oh. just sit in the back. And it and, and I would like my, my mom would be like rejoiced. you're gonna spend all day and I would just go to Roger's video and pester them every day to see if a specific <laughs> game was back. That's all. My I parents rejoiced when I turned twelve because then they could just leave me and my brother at home. At home. Mm. Yeah, yeah, completely. And eating ravioli and playing video games. Mm, Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee, baby. Chef Boy, are we fucked? Uh, so Mango Tango Cosmos, James, I do it over there. I'm all right. I just I didn't realize it was a sour. I wasn't listening when you when you described it. Um, so just that that punch in the face of tartness was there. Um, let me see. Hold on, one more second here. One more second. He's gonna take another second. Oh, he's yeah, it's taking a second. I don't love it. No. No, I think it's just too tart. I don't. I'm not tasting a lot of a lot of the mangoes. Uh, see, that's the thing. So tangerine and mango. That's and not two that you're going to put together because... Tangerine, tangerine is fucking 
hammering it. Yeah, like and they both kind of lean bitter. So like like mango doesn't have a very strong flavor profile. I like the taste of mangoes. Right? Yeah, they're good. But they have to be Sorry. There is a window that is very narrow where a mango is good. Isn't your significant other very allergic, yes, very, allergic very like Do you like them more on the sweet side or more on the tart side? Sweet. Sweet. Me too. Because I, I find if they're tart, they're bitter. Yes. Maybe one of the best fruits, yeah. a top three fruit when sweet. Yes. Like, oh, very yeah. good mango. Great texture too, velvety. Yeah. yeah. I remember I had a friend in like elementary school where she would, her parents would send her to school with like a cubed up mango. Yeah. Oh, those parents cared. That's some prep. Yeah. And I was like, what? What is this thing? And she's like, she would unfold it and it would be just all cubed perfectly. And I'm like, what is, what is this? She's like, you can have it. I have this all the time. I'm like, fucking right. And I just sat there like an animal shoving my face into this mango peel. Um, it was delicious. Um, I, that's what I always think of it. And it's like it's like juicy. It's very it's sweet. Um, so that's where I kind of struggle. So what I was kind of getting at is mango kind of has to be put in with something that enhances it or pulls it forward a little bit, right? It's got a milk sugar is something that I think of when you know you're gonna put a mango beer together, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it, it, oh, milk sugar. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, I don't know, fucking. 3.2 out of 7 cubed mangoes. <laughs> Those, that is one of the coolest things to see is a cubed mango. Right? It's super cool. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I like Cosmos. It's probably one of my... It's just a, such a unique sour. And I do like a lot of the iterations they're doing. But I agree. Like, I think this smells, smells more tart than it tastes. Mm-hmm. It is actually more flavorful on the nose like it's actually smells like it's going to be way more of a flavor bomb mm-hmm. than it actually tastes uh i don't think you can drink a ton of these no they're, they're pretty like fudge now acidity, acidic yes uh that being said like it's not bad like to we just split the can three ways it's fine i could drink a full can but then i'd probably need something i might need like a i need a tom's well, personally, I, yeah. I, might need, I might need like a, a stout, like a, like yeah, a something stout, kind of like that. walk it back, walk it back a little bit, maybe juxtaposition it, um, juxtapose that back. Juxtapose, boy. that's the word I was looking for. I got you. Um, yeah, follow me on Tapped. Deck on you, Matt. I don't know why I keep saying that, but I don't usually say it three times. Three point five. It's good, Ooh. but it's not. It's not top tier. Like regular Cosmos. Every now and then, you drink a regular Cosmos, and that's that's a top tier sour in my opinion. Yeah, some of these iterations they've been putting out, not my favorite. Mm. I think they they hit gold with Raspberry Cosmos and stuff, and it was kind of Raspberry like um, good, yeah. it was kind of like TCB, where it's like we just they have a consistent money maker here. Oh yeah, and they can and they can hit it, and there's enough people who get drawn in by the fruits that mm-hmm. they keep it going. Well, they're like, oh, well, it's Cosmos. They just threw some fruit in there. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And I get it. I would keep capitalizing on that too. Like I bought this because I'm like, oh, Cosmos the mango in it, cool. Yeah. I didn't realize there was tangerine, mm-hmm. but that's the tango. I always thought that a beer like a, a mango sour, but they put actual mango juice in it would really would play. Be, would really but play. no one's really done that yet. Where they're like, like because the guava, the collective arts guavatron does that, and it is fucking amazing. That's, no, it's the guava goza. Both of them do. Oh, oh, Goza, Gua- sorry. Guavitron, yeah, the Guavitrons, Guavitrons, you're right, it's uh, Barnhammer, I think. Yeah. yeah, so they do that, and I've always thought, like, man, some mango juice in a yeah. a sour would be a a, a no-doubt tap-in. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's a reason it doesn't work. Do you have a rating for it? Oh, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give this um, two out of five sexy dances. Mm. Ooh. Because it's a mango tango. Because it's, yeah, it's very horrible. I've seen, I went to a Spanish, that's the um, Folkorama for Spain or whatever once, or wherever it does the tango. Yeah. And when I was watching people do it, like, fuck, some people just, it's crazy. People just get right into it. I learned how to tango in university. It's a very interesting dance. Interesting. That's good. Like, good you, use of words there. You, uh, was your wife your partner? No. Oh. Was my partner a female? Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> damn but damn I mean, you gotta you gotta get real close I'll say this ballroom decent way to uh, get the girls to appreciate you in high school yeah I, I was I was walking by the ballroom class and got legitimately pulled in like not like yeah haha pulled in like 
like you know in a movie when like a hand comes out and grabs you by the back of your backpack like that's what happened to me but i'll, I'll never regret it you know it, was, it, it worked out very well for me uh all right fourth beer kinetic uh hazy ipa this one i bought it smells dank yeah it smells dank oh it's gonna be dank it is dank uh so i i put this on the counter at the lc and she's like i did not know we had this i'm like don't you work here but um which lc so, were you at just so I'm, uh sage creek got it Oh yeah, that's oh, oh, it is oh, that's danky. Dank. It is danky, danka. Um, oh, that's nice though. Danka, it's very good. Uh, so I was looking for topics for today because I remembered today that I had. To <laughs> I'll say topics. today might have been the number yeah. one. Like once, I will say this about yeah. Pat. Pat does a lot for this show. Oh, he does. And when he when he wasn't, all of us today were just like Pat's usually on Thursday or Friday. He's like, what's the topic? Really yeah. wants to be prepared. This was like this morning. We were like, yo, what are, what are we, we doing? What are we doing the topics? <laughs> we were all trying to just so keep I'm it together. Sc- I'm scrolling through Instagram trying to get ideas. And then all of a sudden, TSN blasts a Tessin. video of a kite surfer Perfect. doing this fucking huge flip. He's probably like 50 feet in the air with his fucking parachute pulling him. And then he just lands like a like a pillow, like a head on a pillow, just so delicately on to this wave and just keeps going. Got me thinking. Like, I cannot wrap my head around that sport activity, whatever you want to call it. Like, kite surfing? Mm. Like, there was some person who was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to, I'm going to surf. Or, or basically, I'm going to wakeboard, but instead of a boat, I'm going to use a, like a, a parachute. Yeah. And it's going to pull me up in the air. I'm going to do these sick tricks and I'm going to land. Mm-hmm. Is there, a, like, what sport does that for you guys? Like, because there's, there's sports and a lot of them are niche sports. They are. But that you try to wrap your head around, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on? How do these guys do that?" Um, for me, it is that fucking what is it called? You're essentially, well, you're you're free falling, but you're, you've got fucking wingsuits, and you're oh, and you're fucking cruising along the edge of the mountain. Are you saying you can't remember what that's called? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, that's called a squirrel suit. Yeah. Yeah. And that Did is... Have, is that skydiving? Just a different form no, of it? No, like, it's something. They have parachutes, it's right? In the end, they do, yeah. Like, yeah. But um, it's fucking wild to me. Like, I, I remember when it first came on the scene, I was like, there's a Sunday... Based, it's... um. Well, it's, it's, wings, it's wing. It's base jumping with a wingsuit. Yeah. yeah, but it's fucking wild to me. Like, it's just... I remember watching this one guy who was doing it, and it's just like... They got the GoPro Wing suiting. on. Wingsuiting. That's yeah. pretty on the fucking he's, nose. <laughs> he's flying alongside the mountainside at like 50 feet away from it. Like, yeah, it's just, like, just was cruise, there not right? a Call of Duty level where you jumped yes. in? Yes, it was pretty was. dope. Yeah. That's, that is cool to watch. Those GoPro videos of that, that's fucking it, sick. When I go would, between buildings and insta- shit. Like, I would instantly pee myself. Like, no I watch those. those. No interest in jumping Those out and no. those mountain biking videos where they're like going off jumps. And I'm like, instantly I'm like. I, I might pee. Like, it is like terrifying. Foot, it's it's like crazy. Wide it's on. crazy. Well, even like back in the day when X Games, the Summer X Games had the dirt bike freestyle competition, like mm. how high they would fucking get. Like, and then they land. Like smooth. Nothing. Yeah. Like nothing. I'm like, no fucking what's going on to their spines. Right? I've always thought the mountain biking, like those mountain bike tracks, is the number one thing that I think would be like really fun for me till it's not. Like, I would, like, get on it, and I'd be like, this is the best. And then the first time I biff a tree, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I'm never walking again. This is fucking dumb. Like, if you ever watched The Birth of Big Air, the Matt Yeah, really good. Like, I'm sure he was like, this is sick, going this high in the air. And then he fucking ate shit once. Yeah. And people were like, man. Like, how many times did he try to hit that flare and just, oh, no, that was Dave Mara. Dave Mara. Um, But even, like, Hoffman was, the I think, the tail whip creator. No, no, he he invented the flare. I thought Dave, I'm really sure. Matt Matt Hoffman invented the flare. I I thought Hoffman was the spin guy. Dave Dave Mara Mara was was the flare. No, I think Dave All right, I'm on it. TJ Lavin was the tail whip king. Until he wasn't. Until he wasn't. Like how many times did TJ Lavin do the tail whip and biff his knee off the t- like and just and for some and that takes a real skill to be like I'm gonna try this again mm. like that it's like hitting your you know like that shin that hard shin oh, hit yeah. there's borderline nothing worse feeling in the world imagine doing that over and the, over with the your fucking the other sport I thought thing, of like when uh, I was thinking of this this like topic and I'm watching this kite surfer do this and then oh I'm Jesus R.I.P. Dave Mara I didn't even know that what he committed yeah. suicide in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. What um, is uh, hurdling? Mm. Like as far as team sports go, 
Like that. That's a why. Like I can't wrap my head around what those guys are doing. Hurling. Hurley, like they're they got basically like shillelaghs and they're just fucking whacking a ball and whacking each other and <laughs> it's full on fucking contact. And <laughs> it's like Aussie rules football. Aussie rules football. Is oh, Aussie like rules football again. Chaos. I understand the rules after watching it. Drunk for, mad at two in the morning watching yeah. Aussie rules football. Like, but it's fucking. If you guys want wild. to know how far things have come, uh, someone did a triple flare. The other oh, day. good. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus. Which is. I'm still trying to find the creator of the bloody thing. I, I, I'm pretty sure Matt Hoffman was the first one to do it. He, he You're right, Matt Hoffman, the first backflip flaky, the first flare, first no-handed 900. Right. Jesus H, that's nuts. Okay, yeah, good for Matt Hoffman. That's sweet. Good for you, Matt. Good for you for knowing that. Uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite thirty for thirties. Oh, is, yeah. You're. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. That's a, a great. And it's only an hour, so it's nice and short. You can watch it real quick. Um, yeah, like legit though. I've I've seen a live kite server when I was in I think it was in Mexico. So this mm-hmm. guy, or no, it was uh, in Florida. And he's kite surfing, and my father-in-law is like, "I feel like that would be fun." I'm like, "No, no, not nothing about that seems fun to me." I feel like there's just not enough control. I know they make it look like there's a lot of control yeah. there, but like one strong gust of wind and that thing's fucking taking me into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're going to shore today. Like and that's what like, it. I either let go and lose my. But you're, well, you're attached to it. You can't let go of it. Or they're attached. They're to it. attached. So to I got. I got a crazy. Because if you fall, on. it's oh, it's yeah. just gonna fucking. Take I got over. a crazier one because and I only I know this this one always comes to mind for me because my dad taught so when he was in jamaica he was an instructor my dad did ultralights mm. which are the propeller on the back of yes. like it's a propeller go, a cart with a parachute on top of it oh yeah, yeah and that thing is just like like the fact that my dad even got in that once is insane like there seems like so many things that can go wrong with that like a strap breaks you're dead if if the parachute gets tangled in the propeller, you're super dead. It's like paragliding. Paragliding is the same way. I get it. Just like you're all in a little seems terrible. With a bar, yeah, and you're held on a bar. You're held held on with fucking carabiners and <laughs> yeah. nylon paragliding straps. Is zero control. Paragliding is one of the wildest things. I think like like that's the most hillbilly thing I can think of. Let it's me like, eat myself off this perfectly good mountain. Crazy. Oh, and hang gliding's a whole other. That's one. That's one. Yeah, I mean. no. Hang yeah, that's a whole other can of worms because that's like there's no engine. Yeah. So that one's like really crazy. Yeah. But paragliding's like, or um, ultralights or. Yeah. We had a substitute teacher who, she was like obsessed with uh, skydiving, and she brought. She was there for a week and she said on Friday I'm gonna bring a video of my like first, like uh, my first jump out of a plane. She it was like an assistant one. She's like attached to somebody. She she showed us the landing. Like you got a parachute, you're still fucking hitting the ground. Oh yeah, you're dead. you're beaming it. Yeah. Like she said, she hit the ground and she rolled her ankle. Mm. Yeah. And the doc- the doctor was like, "Yeah, hey, you almost broke your ankle." She's like, "Why?" Well, I just thought it would be like you know a soft landing. He's like, "You're coming out of the sky." Yeah. Well, it's like those military parachutes, like the round ones. Yeah. They're fucking super dangerous because you you, have to, you rolled. You you have to roll as you hit the ground because it fucking drops you yeah. like a rock. And my yeah, my dad also did skydiving instructing, and in his uh top like drawer of his dresser he had a, a rip cord that didn't pull a shoot so he, he either kept the main rip cord or the backup rip cord that saved his life and he just has that with him in yeah, his dresser you, you gotta it's like a it's almost like a, a gorilla beat of your chest apparently that's how you like pull your rip cord yeah he's like i pulled it it didn't go uh i had to cut the shoot i pulled the backup one it worked and i was like I asked him what it was one time, and I was like... Man, those videos are where his parachute fuck. fails, or, like, it's tangled in its yeah. own ropes, and you see the fucking person, like, spinning, I'm just like... No, thanks. Uh, no, thanks. No, thanks. NSFL. Um, That's when you know to skip it. NSFL. <laughs> so, uh, Kinetic, uh, by Sucrum's a Hazy IPA. Uh, I'll go. Dank is the mm. word. Dank. It tastes dank. It smells dank. Um, like weed. Yeah, like it's weed. how it dank. smells. It smells and tastes. Is it good? Ooh. I think so. I think so. I think it's good. I enjoyed it. I didn't like. I, I drank it and I just kept drinking it. It's just one of those things where, like, I I'm, I don't know. It was one of those, it. Every now and then you have a beer and you're like, I think that's good. I think I like that. <laughs> and you just kind of move on with life. It is the definite. This is like if you looked up what should, what does a hazy IPA taste like? Yeah. I, like this is the this this is. It's the, the a dank hazy IPA. It's got hops, 
It's also got like a bit of a, you know, like a bitterness. slightly bitter on the end, yeah. But like not like offensively bitter. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's blowing my mind a little bit. Well uh, balanced, very well which, balanced. Which is saying it's a, a a positive strike. A positive. Like I want check, to give this a, a four. Is that ridiculous? To no, give this a four? I I think it's I think it's uh, making this flavor tame. Yeah, I like, think it's drinkable. A good thing. Surprisingly yes. drinkable. So yeah, I'm gonna give it a four on the top. Four to five. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the same way. Like, I'm gonna give this seven point two out of eight point five energies. Because it's kinetic. Because yeah. it's kinetic. Yeah, James. That's right. Yeah, I like it. I was a little worried with the hangover. The oh, smell. The yeah. smell yeah, is like smells tough, and like I was like, oh man, hazy IPA. Am I gonna be able to handle this? Like, how dank is this gonna taste? Um, but it actually mellowed out when when you're yeah. drinking it. So it was a little surprising there. So yeah, I, I like hazy IPAs. I think if I was in a better state of mind and body right now, I'd probably really like it. <laughs> um, but I'm just not. And I'm just, I'm just not. And I've, I've accepted that. Um, but I'm going to give it, uh, shoot, let's give it, you got this James, 4.2 out of seven kinetic energy is never ending. Is that what it means? No. No, but it is a fact. I think a key. Isn't kinetic the stored energy? Energy? Kinetic? Yeah. Physical energy. It's the physical energy. Gym teacher, you know. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, that was, uh, a... Four topics or four beers, four topics on Thursday. Um, remember to vote on Saturday for your favorite uh, 2000s TV channels. Uh, we promise. Nah, I'm not going to make that promise that we're not going to be like this next week. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I. I mean, Saturday's a big day for me. Like, depending on how the Yukon Texas game <laughs> goes, I win 500 bucks or not. So. You might, you, Pretty big day for yeah. Jordan. Uh, uh, Pat will be back next week. Yeah, unless uh, to save us with unless his he planning. joins La Revolution. That's true. Right, and he uh, decides to fight the powers of uh, communist. Cuba. He might fall in love with uh, pastel colors. You never know, which is huge in Cuba. Yeah, yeah. very. They love vehicles. their pastels. Uh, yes, but ultimately, I believe he'll be back because I don't think he could naturally sustain distinct his... lack of chicken fingers yeah distinct Ooh. lack of chicken fingers Tough so uh, yeah vote on Saturday and uh, we'll see you next time for more Barely Standing Barely Standing